Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, we switch gears to the Ontario Science Centre, which has named Universal Flu Vaccine Research by Dr. Matthew Miller at McMaster University as one of the most underrated scientific achievements of 2017. The World Health Organization says the flu is estimated to cause about 3 to 5 million cases of severe illness and about 290,000 to 650,000 deaths around the world every year. Now, we're quite familiar with the flu shot. Health professionals say it remains the best option to protect against the virus. And we've also heard this year included that the flu shot may not be 100% effective in preventing you from getting sick because, well, there's some mismatches from year to year. But what if we had a universal flu vaccine that would protect us against all flu strains? Well, that sounds good. That's where Dr. Matthew Miller from McMaster University steps in and steps up to the plate here on The Bill Kelly Show. Dr. Miller, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. We only have a few minutes, but let's start by talking about uh, your much-heralded research. What, what are you up to? So our group's really interested in trying to make uh, a flu vaccine that overcomes a lot of the limitations that we experience with the current seasonal flu vaccine. Um, most importantly, we're trying to help to design a vaccine that avoids um, the potential for mismatching, which obviously results in greatly decreased vaccine efficacy when that occurs. And we're also, um, in doing that, uh, trying to make a vaccine that wouldn't require annual revaccination, something that would last, you know, maybe on the order of 10 years or so before people need to be revaccinated, which I think would also, you know, greatly increase vaccine rates just because of the the inconvenience associated with needing to get revaccinated every year currently. My son would absolutely love that. He's not a fan of getting the flu shot. Yeah, I think I think that's a common sentiment. Nobody <laughs> likes, you know, going into the clinic and getting that needle every year. And all of this research is being done in our own backyard at McMaster University. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, um, our group is certainly, as with any sort of major effort uh, like this, we are um, collaborating with really a large group uh, of labs around the world, especially um, in New York and the U.S., uh, to to move this forward. Um, you know, I think any all of these sorts of, you know, really major exciting advancements take sort of an international effort. And uh, both government agencies and, and pharmaceutical companies alike, I think, have shown uh, a lot of interest in this because of its obvious, um, you know, potential benefits to global public health. With any research or new medications uh, and whatnot, uh, before it can be used by the public, there has to be testing done. Can you describe that process and, and how long that's going to take? Right. Yeah. So um, any any new drug, including vaccines, goes through extensive uh, safety and efficacy testing before it's made available to the public. And that usually starts with the discovery process in laboratories where the vaccine is tested for safety and efficacy in animals. And um, for the for the universal flu vaccine that that we've been involved with, um, that. Though that arm of study has been largely completed. And after that is done, the vaccine typically moves into clinical trials in humans. Um, and, and most people know that there are three stages to those trials. The first is uh, safety trials to make sure that, that the drug is safe. The second is efficacy trials um, to make sure that it 
uh, or immunogenicity trials, I'm sorry, in the case of vaccines, to show that it, it um, is able to initiate the type of desired immune response that we want. And then, of course, uh, efficacy trials are done to ensure that the vaccine actually works in protecting people from flu. So this vaccine uh, entered combined phase one, two uh, safety and immunogenicity trials uh, in the fall of this year. So it's definitely moving in the right direction towards, um, you know, getting to people uh, in the general public. So are we looking at two years, five years, 10 years? Probably uh, more like a five to 10 year window by the time it advances through uh, all of these trials, assuming that, that the vaccine works as expected and that, um, you know, there is an extensive sort of optimization required. Now, you're no stranger to this next question. Uh, There remains concerns in our society that vaccines not only don't work, but they could cause harm. The anti-vax movement has pointed out to high mercury levels in vaccines, autism, HDHD concerns. Uh, You're developing a universal flu vaccine. What do you say to those non-believers who may not even look at this universal flu vaccine as a positive? Right. Well, I mean, I think that the evidence is very, very clear that vaccines are among the safest drugs uh, available today. I mean, if you if you really look hard at the evidence for vaccine safety and compare the number of doses that are, that are administered every year to the number of adverse reactions, vaccines are safer than, than most things that we consider completely innocuous, things you can buy off the shelf at pharmaceutical or at um, pharmacies like Tylenol or Advil have far higher rates of adverse events than vaccines do. Um, in terms of a universal vaccine, I, I would have to think that people who are vaccine hesitant or, or anti-vaccine, this would be seen as a major positive for those people because it would massively decrease the number of vaccines that an individual has to get over the course of their lives. So I think if there's any vaccine that, that someone with those kinds of sentiments could buy into, it would be something like this. Next time I get into a, a, a vaccine anti-vax argument, I'm just going to call you up. Okay, great. Dr. Miller, thanks for the time today. My pleasure. Thank you. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.